Hear these words from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. I'll be reading today from the Common English Bible. The beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ, God's Son, happened just as it was written about in the prophecy of Isaiah. Look, I am sending my messenger before you. He will prepare your way. A voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make his paths straight. John the baptizer was in the wilderness calling for people to be baptized to show that they were changing their hearts and lives and wanted God to forgive their sins. He announced, one stronger than I am is coming after me. I am not even worthy to bend over and loosen the strap of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. These, my friends, would have been familiar words for the people of that time, even though the prophetic voice of the prophets over the years had been quiet for centuries. They would have been familiar words. John had come. He was that messenger the prophets said would come. And he aroused people from their spiritual sleep with a clarion call, loud and clear. Prepare, get ready. There is no more business as usual. There is a reason for hope, he said. Prepare the way of the Lord and make straight the path for God in this world. Prepare, get ready. Business as usual is no longer acceptable. These words were familiar then and they're familiar for us now as we faithfully light the traditional candle of hope at Advent. It's a reminder of the hope that we have in God, in Jesus Christ. We are reminded that the hope of Advent is not merely about wishful thinking, that God is someday going to remove everything and everybody that we don't like. No, instead, Advent hope is what we are rooted in. It's the assurance that God is with us, no matter what is going on around us. It's the assurance that God is for us, even when it feels like the world and everyone in it is against us. It's the assurance that God is going to journey with us throughout this current darkness and into the light of God. This Advent hope that I am speaking of is countercultural. It's counter to the cultural messages of today. It brings light in the midst of the darkness around us, in the midst 
of despair. You know, there are some people who are trapped in darkness. For them, it's the darkness of oppression, of war, of imprisonment, abuse, or discrimination. Advent hope for them is a light in the midst of all of that darkness. And there are some people who feel powerless and alone these days, wondering if anyone cares, if anyone sees them, if anyone hears their cries for help. Advent hope is a light for them in their dark places. And there are some people who are trapped in the darkness of grief. Perhaps this is the first holiday without a loved one with them. Or even perhaps it's yet another Christmas without someone they love. Advent hope is for them as well. There are some people who are trapped in the darkness of physical and mental illness. For these people, every day is a struggle with pain and depression or anxiety. Advent hope is for them too. I'll close with this brief story told by the Reverend Samuel Billy Kyles from Memphis, Tennessee. He was a tremendous civil rights activist. He was on the front line of justice and equality. Someone who was there when the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was murdered. He tells the story of this young boy who was staring out into the darkness. And the boy's father said, son, it's time now for you to go to sleep. It's time to go to bed, the father said. But the boy, but the boy said, dad, dad, I just can't go to bed right now. I can't because I just can't stop looking out there at what that man is doing outside. Dad, he's punching holes into the darkness. Well, the father looked out the window and he eventually could make out what the young boy was witnessing. You see, there was a man way in the dark, in the, in the distance. And he was lighting up those old big oil candles that were in his yard. And it was dark around and all there was was that light. And each time he lit one from a distance, it looked as if he was punching holes in the darkness with that light. And so friends, my message for you today is that it may seem dark right now, but you must not curse the darkness. Instead, you must light the candle of hope, the candle of hope that is in your spirit and use it to punch holes in the darkness. When we recognize that power, that light of the Holy Spirit that has already been given to us, then we too can punch holes in the darkness 
and we too can transform the world. My name is Reverend Leah Burns. I'm the Associate Director of Multicultural Ministries for the Holston Conference. And thank you for listening to my perspective today. Let us pray. Hope-giving God, help us to believe that you truly will restore our hope and that you will fulfill your promises of justice and righteousness and love. Help us to live as people of hope in this sometimes hopeless world. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And all the church said, Amen.